Welcome to the Small Church Leadership Podcast, the podcast where we are helping the small church fulfill the big mission. We got a very special episode for you today because we're excited about Christmas! Yeah, Christmas! Yippee. (laughs) (laughs) That was the as ever, ever vescent, effervescent Pastor Colby. What's up, man? Not much. Just doing doing life, man. Doing life. That's a, such a pastor response. It right? is. Okay. And we also have our additional partner in crime, Reverend Joey. How you doing, Pastor? I'm blessed. Good, man. Well, God's Talking crit- about the pastor response, I'm blessed. I'm Every blessed. week he's blessed. Listen, that man, he knows Every it. Every week Look, he's he, blessed. Listen, well, you can set your clock on Joey's response, because <laughs> how is Joey? I'm blessed. He's blessed. That's right, All man. All the time. And so, uh, <laughs> hey, God is good. All the time. And all the time. God is good. Oh, hey, 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 yeah. All right. So for those of you that are still listening, thanks for listening. (laughs) We want to say thank you to those of you that have gone out and given us some great five-star reviews and have continued to share this. Man, we love you. You guys are the real MVP. Thanks for helping get the Small Church Leadership Podcast out to as many people as possible. Our hope is just to be a couple of knuckleheads to help a couple of other knuckleheads be able to keep doing ministry and do it as best as they can. So guys, we're leaning in hard to the Christmas season, man. I'm so excited about that. But one thing that comes with the Christmas season is not just the joy and laughter and the uh, cookies and the food and all of that stuff, but also the end of the year. Now, I know as we come to the end of 2020, we're all going, man, but there's another year coming, 2021, yeah! So... There are a handful of things that happen towards the end of the year as we prepare and get ready to look ahead at 2021. So in this episode, I just figured we would stop and kind of talk about what what your processes are whenever you look ahead at 2021. Like, you know, we've got sermon series that are coming up. How do you plan your sermon calendar? What is a sermon calendar? What about like your leadership stuff? And, and uh-oh, he's holding a coffin. He's holding a coffin. We don't have a cough button. Let it rip. Let it rip. Nope. Oh, man. Okay, good. Uh, I thought it was going to explode. There it is. There it is. There it is. I thought it was going to explode. Sorry about that, folks. All right. There we go. <laughs> wow. I thought my head was going to explode on oh, gosh. So I was recording. I was recording our video for our sermon the other day. And it, man, it just, I could feel it creeping up. And it got there, and I'm like trying to suppress this cough. And I'm like, and you know, Jesus is. And uh, I had, needless to say, I had to edit that part out. So as we're talking, as we're looking into the, in the next year, what are some of the things that you guys do as you're planning to, to man, make the most out of 2021? I pray. Hallelujah. Well, thanks for listening to the Small Church Leadership Podcast. Well, that's obviously that's the the textbook VBS answer right there, right? And it it is true. Like, we we kind of joke about it, but, you know, prayer does cover everything that we do. And, you know, I I know that you, I know you guys, man, you take retreats, you go away, you spend time with the Lord in prayer, and you let this whole thing be saturated there. So, man, absolutely. What else? So, so one of the things uh, a mentor told me was a shepherd's uh, job is to look out over the horizon uh, to look for anything that could be hazardous to the flock, anything that could be out there. And so a lot of the things, I mean, a lot of the stuff starts back in June, July, August time yeah, frame, yeah. Um, where, where we're looking out into the future and we're saying, okay, we're seeing these trends happening, whether it's online or whether it's in the church, it's in your specific church or in your city, whatever. And so then you start planning things together to, to try to, 
to get to those. Sometimes, you know, you I work my calendar for the, the following year uh, in October, yeah. and and I work on you know some some ideas for sermons. I'm not it's not in, in stone, but it's uh, it's in ink, uh, so it it uh, it does get crossed off and scratched out a lot. But I still um, I'm trying to look ahead. Uh, to what's gonna what's gonna happen? Obviously, yeah. you've got the big things. You know, you've got uh, February, the month of love. Oh uh, yeah. You've got Easter. You've got Mother's Day. You've got Father's Day. You've got uh, back to church when school starts back up. You've got Thanksgiving. You got Christmas. So you've got some of those fillers in there that you can uh, plug in your calendar. But a lot of it is just looking ahead and seeing what is on the horizon that you can see coming up, or some issues yeah. that you see that are, people are dealing with. And yeah. get onto those. I love that, man. I love that. Yeah, you just get right on those, man. I absolutely love that. So, Joey, man, talk to me about your process. All right. So, a couple years back, um, I started something new. So, uh, I'm I take off a couple days that I just dedicate to planning for the next year. Yeah. And okay. prayer is the beginning of that and big part of that. But then in my calendar, I get the big rocks. Okay, now what, what are those big rocks? What is my big rocks? Is my big services, the big events, the stuff that I know that's annual events that's going to be going on, so I'll know where to plug my other stuff in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, I don't know, we've, we've probably all heard the illustration about the professor who pulled out the jar and put the big rocks in it and then, then pulled out the pebbles and put, uh, asked yeah. the, is, this, is this full? Yeah, yeah, it's full. Pulled out the pebbles, filled the jar up. The spaces in between with the pebbles, is it full? Yeah, oh yeah, it's full. Pulled out the sand, dumped the sand in there. Is it full? Yeah, full. They pulled out a pitcher of water and dumped it in there. And now is it full? Yes, it's full. But if you put the water, the sand, let all of that in for before you get the big rocks in there, you'll never get the big rocks in there. Yeah. It's important that you get them in there first. And so I sit down. I think about my entire year. I put the big rocks in there. And then what do I need for these big rocks? to be successful. Now that first year, it was a lot of work. The next year was a little less work because I could look at my planning from last year and some things would transfer over. And so I know when I'm ordering my invite cards, when I'm ordering my signs, when I'm going to start passing those things out. And and I have all of that on my calendar so that the little things can fill in the spaces, but it doesn't crowd out my big things. Okay. Yeah, that's great, man. You guys have definitely got a good process there. Uh, One of the things that I love when I hear this is that this is a system that you can create that will then help work you. Like Mm -hmm. you work the system and then the system works for you. That's a great way to describe it because before I would describe it, it's the the, uh, tail wagging the dog. That's what I felt like. Yeah. I was running around trying to catch up with everything, and then I would get to Saturday night and go, oh, i got to get this done and that done, and that because yeah. I run around all week with these little things, and, and now I'm backed up and taking care of other, uh, other people's lack of planning. They want to become my emergencies, mm-hmm. and so I had to, well, I, and when I did that, then, then Saturday night when they're asleep in bed, I'm taking care of the stuff I neglected. You told me you wouldn't tell anybody about that. So. <laughs> so I have in my calendar days that, no, this is the day that this is planned. I've got to get this out. And so okay. I can say no because it's in my calendar. Okay. I know what needs to get done that day. So you work a plan. 
I make you, a plan and you then make work. a plan and then you work. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And and I'll tell you the easiest thing to do is email Joey and ask him for his plan. <laughs> so what he did in 2020, you just do in 2021. No, that's, that's right. That, that, that's maybe not the direction that God. And, and I, do, to do. I do. So I do want to say I, this. And I say that jokingly because you know when when you <coughs> tell when you tell some people that yeah I've got 2021 planned out. Well, what if the Holy Spirit changes you? What, but okay, so what if the Holy Spirit changes you? What do you do? I change. Oh no! <laughs> so <laughs> I had I had the 2020 calendar planned, right? Yeah, and and I ran into I, I ran into right. So, uh, but I could have still kept with that sermon that sermon series the 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 plans that I had. But I ran into a pastor friend of mine when we went to Exponential, a uh, guy from South Carolina. Uh, ran into him down in Florida, and uh, we were talking about a, a sermon series that he was ending. And he was telling me about it. It was it was reading through the New Testament together uh, as a church, and I was like, "Man, that be that would be great." Well, then shortly after uh, exponential COVID hits, and we get shut down, and I was like, "Man, I got to keep people together." And so I emailed him and said, "Hey, dude, can I get that that reading plan?" And I changed everything. I, I took what I had in in planned uh, for sermon series. And I brought my church together to read the New Testament together. And we titled it Better Together. And, yeah. and we've been done with that series since August. And I still got people that still say better together. I mean, it's one of the, the mantras that we have in churches. Life is better together. And so we we had to, because of, and in 2020, because of COVID, but it happened in 2019 when I had a plan. And you know, God said, hey, I want you to preach on this. I mean, I didn't hear those words, but stuff started to present itself. And and so you got to adjust. I mean, you, like I said, it's not in stone, mm-hmm. so you you can adjust. If it's something that you're like, well, you know, yeah. some things have changed, I need to address these things. Um, if you've got gossip running around in your building, you need to do a 15-week series on gossip, you know. So, Or if people aren't tithing, then let's go with the 52-week on series now. on Come tithing. On <laughs> well, the other part of that is God's not confused. He can speak ahead of time, yeah. and the series that you got planned is the right series for the right moment. Can, you didn't even know it. He can tell you in 2020 I, what is going to go on in 2020. Well, he, he didn't tell me in 2019 what was going on in 2020. <laughs> That's true. Because my worst investment was a 2020 calendar. There you go. <laughs> so, so we're talking, let's go back to the big rocks analogy here. Yeah. In terms of planning, you can plan ahead for the big rocks. You yeah. can see, the Bible says that a prudent man foresees evil and hides himself. So we can see what's coming down the, down the pipe, and we can make some adjustments there. So I do love the fact that when we often when we talk about planning ahead, especially when we talk about planning our sermons, because let's be honest, pastors, we can be really insecure about our sermons and about our sermon preparation and planning time. It seems often that I run into this when I talk about planning ahead your sermon calendar. We, but you got to trust the Holy Spirit. And my natural response is I do. Like, Absolutely. I trust the Holy Spirit just as much when I'm planning as I do when I'm preaching. Like, I, you don't go into a planning session and not trust the leading of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And let's just say that the bottom falls out of something in the middle of the year, adjust your plan. Yeah. Like, some of the best coaches are coaches that know how to adjust their game plan. Now, I am very sensitive because some of my teams have been losing lately, so that's the last sports analogy that we're going to have today. <laughs> but we've got to be able to adjust the plan. So talk to me about planning out your sermon calendar. What is that? What drives you? What, what, when you go into that process, what, what are the first things that come out? Well, I, I look and what does, what does my church need to know? What are some okay. things that might help them? Now, how do you, de- is- how do you determine that? 
Just by, I, by being with them? and I, I have, over the last couple of years, towards December, put out a card. What are you dealing with? What good. are you facing? Yeah, that's good. I like that. Uh, what would you like to hear about? What yeah. do you need to learn about? Yeah. And, and getting that feedback okay. and allowing that to drive some of my calendar. So wait a minute. You mean to tell me that you actually consider the voices of the people that you're serving? That's revolutionary, man. Wow. Okay, so what do your what is what is your people need? What else goes into that? Uh, what I'm feeling. Yeah. And, and then again pr- through prayer, allowing the Holy Spirit to speak what He thinks, because that's the most important one, uh, goes in there and yeah. and uh, putting that, then just putting that together and see where it fits. And yeah. Yeah. How it. And, and okay. Because then when I had my big rocks in there, I can look and go, how much time do I got from January uh, to Easter and what needs to be talked about before Easter right. to set up Easter. I mean, we, and then I can fit those series in there. Yeah. And I'm strategic building to something in those big days. Uh, and then after those big days. Okay. Kobe, let us hear it, man. So I, I, I do a lot of the same things where I, I, I put it out there and I say, okay, well, what am I seeing? What am I hearing? Uh, more importantly, what is my church secretary hearing? Because she's she's, <laughs> she's the one everybody goes to. Yeah. Uh, she's the one everybody goes to. So uh, yeah, just trying to figure out what what is needed. And yeah. I mean, you can if you're friends with your church people on social media, you know what they need. Oh, absolutely. You know, so uh, you, you can, also have considered resigning several <laughs> times a day. So you can you can see what is needed and what's out there. Now, I I like preaching series. Um, yeah. Uh, I used to, when I first became a pastor, I, I had no clue what I was doing. I still don't really know a whole lot of what I'm doing. But, uh, well, just listen uh, to the Small Church Leadership Podcast. Yeah, I'll learn something, yeah. So uh, so I was just preaching, you know, just like topical every week, and mm-hmm. it was something different. And I was like, man, I'm banging my head on the wall. And then I met this guy in a, in a Financial Peace University class, Brian. Hey, that's and, me. And we were talking one time, and he... he uh, you sent me your calendar, you know, what you were doing, and just as the spreadsheet so that I could, you know, see what I needed to do. And I was like, man, this would be so much easier if I had mm-hmm. planned out a little bit further than a week. And uh, and I got that calendar from a guy. Another pastor. <laughs> yeah. Got it from another yeah. pastor. Uh, got it from another. So, so what has happened is I, I had taken that, and, and, man, it is so freeing to have a plan. And, again, we go back to, well, don't you listen to the Holy Spirit. Well, Holy Spirit talk, speaks through me in October, I can put that stuff on paper. Yeah. You know, yeah. I can say that this is what I'm doing. Yeah. And if it changes, it changes. You know, there's not a problem with that. I uh, think we just over-spiritualize stuff. Too many I think times. about, like, man, you know, if I go into a, to have heart surgery, I hope and pray that my, my heart doctor took time to study the plan. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't want my heart doctor to open up my chest cavity and be like, Ooh, let's just pray in the Holy <laughs> Spirit for 30 minutes and figure what out is what that? we need to do. <laughs> right, yeah. That's not supposed to be there. Like, you know, and, and the truth is we're doing spiritual heart surgery on Sundays when yeah. we preach. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's important. Like, I always have a bone to pick with these guys who are like, well, I just get up there and let the Holy Spirit lead me. He should lead you in your study as well. Yeah. He should lead you as you're praying, as you're reading commentaries, as you're talking with other people about this is the interpretation that I'm seeing. Help me see things that I'm where I'm off. Like, the Holy Spirit is on. He governs the whole process, man. So where do you, Brian, get your... Well, so I do kind of a mix of all of what you guys have said, man. I typically, sometimes for me, it's like around August, somewhere around there, where I start really planning for the planning time. 
and uh, I start looking ahead, man, what is it that we're going to try to do in 2021 uh, or in the next year, whatever year that is. And so then at some point I'll go away and uh, the beautiful part about being able to go away is you're in a new place and nobody knows where you are. And uh, so I go away, man, spend some time praying, some time fasting, not a whole lot of time fasting because we like to feast too. <laughs> um, and just look at the big rocks, man. You know, Easter is a day that we leverage as a church, as a day you should leverage as a church. Mother's Day is a day we leverage. Uh, we do this thing, our fall kickoff, and uh, it's, we call it Tailgate Sunday. It's this big, huge event where we're designing these events to get people on campus. So one thing that I traditionally try to do is launch a new sermon series around one of those days to, with the hope of inspiring people to come back the next week to hear it and all that. We did things a little differently this year because we're currently going verse by verse through the Gospel of Mark. And um, we started in January, and so we're, we're scheduled to end that in Easter of 2021. Um, and so right now I'm kind of looking, what's the next step? Do I go with a, with a year-long sermon series again, or do I do something short? And uh, I'm really just basing it around, man, what's happening. I'm trying to keep my finger on the pulse of our congregation and my other finger on the pulse of our community. What's happening in our building? What's happening in our world? Let's, let's flesh out a little bit that getting away. Because okay. some people might say, well, Pastor, can't you just do this in your office? Right, now, right. I, can't, I can't because i got a Christian school there, and there's always noise and always things going yeah. on and, and people needing my attention if I'm yeah. there. So I have to get away. Yeah. But I think it is important to find a new setting. you got to get away. you, you got to get away. Yeah. Yeah. Find it's not a, a retreat if you don't retreat. Yes. Yeah. And, and getting away, finding a new setting, uh, uh, a different setting, a way that that is your concentration. That's why you're there. That's the purpose of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I heard Craig Rochelle say on a, one of his leadership podcasts, and I loved it, that he will do, he'll have a meeting with you. He'll have a lunch meeting with you. He brings his lunch to work every day. He'll have a lunch meeting with you, but he's going to go to your office to have that lunch meeting because when he's done, he's just walking away. And he said he, that I can leave your office better than I can kick you out of mine because if I kick you out of mine, then it seems like I'm rude and I don't have time for you. But I can always leave your office and be like, well, I'll see you later, man. i got to go and get some stuff done. And I was like, that, that's ingenious, <laughs> that right there. Because if you, do, if you try to do this stuff in your office, everybody knows where you're at. Mm -hmm. They know your schedule. People are going to have impromptu meetings. People are going to need something from you. But there's this beautiful thing about going away. And even if you just go away, guys, you don't have to rent a hotel room. Like, I know, I've talked to you guys. If I need to get away for eight hours in a day, you'll give me an office in your building where nobody knows that I'm there. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. your people aren't my people, so they would leave me alone. Yeah. And, like, you could come to one of the rooms in my building. Like, you, you know somebody, a city over, that you can go and, and borrow their, their, their garage for a couple of hours. Like, you can find a place to get away, and here's the best part about it. There's a thing on your phone called Do Not Disturb. I love that thing. Yeah. I just found use it. That. I just found it a couple weeks ago. Man. I love that thing. Seek I don't think God, I have that on Yeah, you Seek do. Seek God. <laughs> take, some, take a pen and paper. Write some ideas down. Man, go with the leading that you're feeling, the Holy Spirit leading. I'll tell you this, man. I fought this Mark sermon series for three years. I felt like God was like, hey, let's just go verse by verse through Mark. And I just put it off because I was scared to do a sermon series longer than six weeks. Oh, yeah. I was like, man, this, this, there's no way I can get through the 16 chapters in the Gospel of Mark verse by verse. There's no way I can get through that. And I just kept putting it off and putting it off. And then one, then in 2019, when we were planning for 2020, I just couldn't get away from it. And I felt like the Lord was like, bro, like I'm going to keep telling you this every year. Like you either do it. So I'm like, okay, fine, I'll do it. 
And uh, man, I'll be, I'll tell you, it's been weird. Every week, whatever it is that our congregation has needed to hear, has heard through the verses we've been going through mm-hmm. through this. It's been crazy. Um, even just, it's just, it's just been crazy. It'd be too long to talk about here. Um, which has now got me going, man, it's time to retreat, get away, focus, plan on what the next sermon series is. What are the big ideas? What are the big events where we're going to bring people in? I love, Joey, how you pulled up that that lets you know, this is when I need to purchase my invite cards. Yeah. This is when I need to have the design made for our website. This is when we need to have the Facebook event going out. Because those things, they don't happen on accident. You know, the churches that leverage their calendar are the churches that see more people coming through the front doors and more people staying and not falling through the cracks. Kobe, what do you think, man? i got some work to do. I've got... Uh, <laughs> you and me both. Because you know, I've, I've got probably 70, 75% of 2021 uh, down to say, hey, this is what I'm going to be preaching on and... Um, and so, and a lot of that is is the big rocks. I mean, that's yeah. that's 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 really the easy fill-ins. Yeah. Uh, and again, like I said, I like to do series. So if I'm going to do a series, I'm going to do a series that leads up to Easter. Then I'm going to do Easter Sunday. Well, that story, and this is a struggle that I have, is trying to, uh, lack of a, a, a better term, uh, and and for the super saved people, please forgive me, trying to sex up the story. Right, I know that's not the proper way to say it, but trying to make it more—I mean, we've heard the story. We hear, we hear it all. You know where we I'm trying to go. Hopefully, yeah. you guys. Hopefully, the listener knows where I'm trying to go with this. So we know the story. <laughs> we, <clears throat> we know the story. We're trying to make the story more enjoyable. That's not even the right word. We're trying to get it we're so that trying, trying to make it where it's not white noise. Yeah, because they've heard, because it, so they've heard it so many times. We're out. trying. Yeah. yeah, we're trying to beef it up to make it so that they enjoy it more and that they're getting it better. And it, it's a different spin. Uh, you know, I did um, uh, Palm Sunday one year, and everybody knows that's the triumphant entry of Jesus. Well, I gave it from the donkey's perspective. And I give every sermon from the donkey's perspective. <laughs> and so, so I had people that were like, man, we never even thought about that. And so, you know, trying to figure new ways to, to deliver the, the same message is, is kind of stressful. And so uh, being able to sit down and say, okay, this is what I got going on, and this is the subject I'm going to do, and, and having all that stuff planned out, it's yeah. been it's it's been a relief really i mean i'm not stressed out over what i'm going to preach oh, on man you know on on you know the, the third sunday of february yeah. i already know yeah. and um, the best part too to from from my perspective is i don't have to spend time figuring out what i'm going to say mm-hmm. I, now i get to spend my time crafting how i'm going to say it yeah because how we say it matters mm-hmm. you know delivery yeah, by ma- saying it sexing it up is not yeah. probably the way to deliver well, it. Well, delivery matters <laughs> yeah. delivery yeah. matters i mean yeah. you know at the end of the day it's beef chicken or fish at a restaurant it's how we prepare it and deliver it is what matters. It's what makes all the difference in the world. And so, uh, you know, I love knowing, man, next week I'm going to be talking about this and week after that. You know who else loves that? Other people on our team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Other people on our creative team that are helping work with stuff or music and all that kind of stuff. And so having a, having a sermon calendar is just huge. And maybe in our next podcast we'll break this down just a little bit more and uh, look at kind of what we're doing with our big pictures and our, our uh, big big events where we invite people and all of that. But, man, today you guys have give some, given some good stuff, and I really appreciate it, man. Thanks, guys. Our pleasure. It was pretty simple. When you do, it's what you do. It's pretty simple. Yeah, yeah. right, right. Yeah.
And uh, guys, we do want to say, man, if any of you are interested in, man, looking at what some of our calendars look like or any of that, head on over to facebook.com forward slash small church leadership. And you can find our small church leadership Facebook page there. That's how you can connect with us the best way right now. You can send us a message or drop us a comment. You can even follow, like the page, give us a good review on the page. Speaking of good reviews, Joey has something to share with you. If you would please go and give us a five-star rating, Wait we would appreciate How many stars? Five. Okay. That's, not four, yes. not three, but five. Okay. And um, if you give us five stars, the Lord has spoken right now. <laughs> if you give us five stars, here's exactly what will happen. God says that you will have given us five stars. <laughs> That's it. That's it. So, guys, thanks for tuning in to the Small Church Leadership Podcast. We hope that this episode has helped you to at least inspire you to see the bigger vision of what God is doing inside of you. Again, you can find us on facebook.com slash smallchurchleadership. We'd love to help walk you through this sermon calendar, this next year planning stuff. Uh, man, we love you. We appreciate you and can't wait to talk to you next time. We'll see you later, guys. Bye.